honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on thesportstuff.com. And now, your host, Paladino Joey. Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves Explosion is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podman, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Double Twist, TuneIn Radio, Audible. Thank you always for downloading and listening to this show. Greatly appreciated, and thank you for joining me once again today. As we have three games to review, or excuse me, four games to review and four games to preview. We'll do the best we can, so to speak. Minnesota Timberwolves this week won a game, I guess. Well, but we finished one and three. You're going to be hearing multiple sound clips today in the fan interaction segment. They're not call-ins; they're clips from the courtside podcast. They finally got back again. Uh, the Lakers have won a, the Lakers won a championship since the last episode, so Vince Germano got to finally at least mention it. They didn't talk about it all that much because it was so long ago and you got a new season to start it up again already. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. They were away for so long, but we all understand busy schedules and what happens. You know, that's just how life is. So Wayne Hunt, very busy guy. Wayne Hunt and Vince Germano, very busy guy. Stu Benson, not on this particular podcast, but that's generally the group. So they'll be very much visible on this episode once again. And uh, great friends out of Australia. Awesome, awesome friends out of Australia. But that'll be in segment number two. Segment number one, or three, pardon me. Segment number one is going to be the preview segment. And yeah, we'll get to Wiggins and all that. Ugh, Timberwolves played Atlanta last Friday. <sighs> Just the same effortless math BS. I mean, I, I don't know if I can really get into detailed game reviews right now. Of course I watch the games, but it's just, it's depressing, really. I mean... Beasley got 17 points. He led the way. Culver had 15 points off the bench. That's really nice. It was just kind of a lifeless effort at the end of the day. Uh, Trey Young, 43 points. Nobody was putting a body on him. D'Angelo Russell, as you'll hear, is a big part of the uh, frustration of this show, this team right now. Ricky Rubio made his return, which is nice. Um, well, four points off the bench, I guess. Uh, it's okay. B- Russell only played like 20 minutes in the game. Supposedly, he's got a thigh contusion, but the yeah, but the list uh, going into the Warriors games was uh, rest. He's out with rest, and that generated a lot of anger and frustration among many Timberwolves fans. And, of course, people that are not Timberwolves fans necessarily, but basketball fans were incensed by it, and I support their anger and frustration 1,000%. It's too much. The guy, I, I, I don't know. Supposedly there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. With D'Angelo Russell and the organization, the organization, supposedly there's stuff going on behind the scenes. That's what uh, Darren Doogie Wolfson said. He's part of Score North and Channel 5 and all that. It's interesting stuff. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens, I guess, in the next couple of weeks and months, I guess, with D'Angelo Russell. But would I miss him one bit if he was traded away? No. And a year ago, I was just, oh, my God, D'Angelo, you know. And then for a while there, I got over it because he realized, okay, he scores, but he doesn't play defense. He's not worth $30 million. He's He's not. Uh, Atkinson is the coach. That could be a, a difference maker. Absolutely, I agree with the uh, the boys on the uh, the courtside podcast. They talked about that. That one's not in the sound clip, but 
that because obviously it was it was a long conversation about the Timberwolves. I, I got about five minutes of it because I don't want to go overboard and you know basically steal their show and put it on mine. That wouldn't be very polite of me to do that. Strongly encourage you to listen to that. It's the later stages of the episode when they talk about the Wolves, but of course listen to the whole darn thing because it's awesome. Especially a little bit about uh, just general like early on when or middle of the show or so when they talked about the Houston Rockets. I took a little clip out of there where Vince drops a little gem. It's pretty pretty darn awesome. I'd have to say. Anthony Edwards, five little points off the bench. Ugh, frustrating, but he'll he'll get better and better as the week progresses. Again, Trey Young, 43 points off the 43 points off the bench. No, 43 points. Eight of 12 from downtown. Just nobody on him. And of course, he's good anyway, obviously. And Clint Capella has become a double, triple, double machine. Pardon me. He had 10 blocks in the game, making us look like morons as we drive to the basket. The Wolves lost to Atlanta. Woohoo! Isn't that great? The Wolves lost to Atlanta in another lifeless, effortless poo game, to be frank. Let's move on to the Nolans Pelicans. Put the lemon in the tomato juice, which I did this morning. I put lemon juice in my little tiny tomato juice, you know, those tiny little seven and a half ounce cans, just to get a little bit of tomato juice. You know, I like to have that frequently in the mornings. I just, I like it. You know, not every morning, but often. <clears throat> and I always think about New Orleans, and now it's the Pelicans or the Saints. And uh, Saints, screw that. But I like to think about the South, and I have a lemon, uh, lemon juice in the tomato juice. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Zion Williamson had a pretty athletic play in the game. A nice block, this and that, and saved the ball. Kind of remind me of Shaq a bit on the play with that hustle. Eric Bledsoe had a clutch shot right before the half, but luckily. Generally speaking, the Wolves have worked together without the schmuck, without D'Angelo schmucking Russell and win a game without him or Carl Anthony Towns. Rubio was pretty good as a starting point guard. Still, not the same guy he once was in a lot of ways. Is it COVID? Is it this? Is it that? They're saying the same thing about other players out there that there's struggle, uh, you know, trying to come back from COVID-19. So I don't know what to say. Some of them come back better. Some don't. And me, when it comes to COVID-19, just tune into Freedom of Thought when it comes to that podcast, to tell you what, if you want to know what I really feel about the whole thing. But, uh, yeah, maybe you don't. But that's kind of how that goes. So, uh, generally speaking, mm, Nas Reed, really nice game starting. Some people call him the best uh, non-Carl Anthony Towns player on the team. I don't know about that. I mean, you got Malik Beasley. He's been very consistent throughout the course of this weekend. And Edwards. Anthony Edwards had a very athletic play going up against uh, Mr. Zion Williamson. There's kind of a little back and forth between the two. Uh, it was it was actually pretty cool. They both were number one and the number one pick. Blah blah blah. Jordan McLaughlin very solid off the bench. Even Ed Davis nine rebounds. He kind of comes and goes. It's kind of weird. Culver back to back games. They had 15 points against the Hawks. 16 points against the Nolans Pelicans. This was fun to watch. This was much more fun. I mean, you actually won a game for one. There was more energy in the building. You know, and again, no D'Angelo Russell, no Anthony Edwards. But then you get to play the Warriors twice, and it's like, whatever. You know, it just shows you how undermanned this team is. Jared Vanderbilt had the perfect power forward type of game. Though it wouldn't have been, it would have been even nicer, say, if it was, see, instead of two steals and one block, how about one block and two, uh, one steal and two blocks? That would have been cool. Josh Akogi all over the place. Five steals in the game. Love it. Love Josh Akogi's hustle. Love his defense. Wish he could hit a corner three or any three once in a while on the catch and shoot, but he, the guy just can't shoot. That's the problem. Uh, Brandon Ingram was lethal in the game. 30 points, obviously. Former Los Angeles Laker. We know Vince misses him, but I'm sure he absolutely appreciates uh, Anthony Davis. That's just how it goes. You have to give a lot to get a lot. You know, give a little to get a little. You have to give a lot to get a lot. That kind of thing. Jaden McDaniel just made 1-3 and missed everything else. Anthony Edwards, poor field goal percentage continues. Culver, very good. I mean, I wish I wish this was, I wish this was Jared Culver. 
I wish. And I know. The conversation that the boys continue on is how the Wolves just, there's no veteran to really help these guys. Like the Culvers, the Anthony Edwards, guys like that. There's Rubio, which I, I'm sure he helps the guards a little bit, but I don't know. He can't shoot. <laughs> he can't shoot, and these guys need help shooting a bit. I don't know how to explain it. There's just, there's just nobody, and it's frustrating. No major veteran that can really help these guys out, but maybe someday, somehow, some way, before he gets let go, if things continue the way they're going, Gerson Rosas can bring in uh, a quality veteran to really get these guys on the right uh, on the right track very soon. Jared Vanderbilt, though, loved the double-double performance. 16 points, 11 rebounds, loved what he did. Again, plays very close to the basket, so of course his field goal percentage is going to usually be good, and he'll miss some, just some point-blank shots sometimes that makes you want to just scream, but it happens. I mean, Rodman would miss shots like that, and of course, again, I'll say for the third or fourth show in a row, he's not he's not Dennis Rodman, he's the junkyard dog, but maybe a little bit better version of him. Junkyard dog Jerome Williams. Um, obviously, he's not Rodman, because Rodman could get 30 rebounds, 20 rebounds. Vanderbilt might get 20 rebounds once in a blue moon, but like I said, once in a blue moon, where Rodman just about averaged 20 rebounds when he was in his prime, and he was the best defender in the league. So Vanderbilt is more of the junkyard dog type, but he's pretty good, you know, he's pretty good. Pretty good, but you know, like I would keep saying, keep repeating myself, the, a better version of the junkyard dog. At least Anthony Edwards makes free throws, unlike other guys on the team. Jared Culver's a 50% free throw shooter, which I'll never understand. Come on, Jared. Come on, Jared, you're better. Six of nine from the floor, a couple threes, though. If this if this could be Jared Culver for the rest of this year and then get even better next year, like 16 points and all that and shoot solidly, oh, man, I'd be so happy, but probably wishful thinking. But a nice, solid win for Minnesota as they gradually got better and better and better as the game progressed and closed things out. 25th and 27th of January, ugh, Golden State. Yeah, I hate the Warriors so much. And Curry's got to shoot the ball. Like, like you know, he's, he's always got to put up those threes that are about six feet behind the three-point line because he's just so much better than everybody else. I know, we're happy for you. It gets old, but we're happy for him. Um, <laughs> what point made Malik Beasley 30 points? Malik Beasley, 30 points. I mean, you know, you're going to notice the consistency out of Malik, at least this week. He's doing a great job. And he's not shooting like Rashad McCants. He's he's been better, I I think, Be- much much better. Ten of eighteen, that ain't Rashad McCants. Five of sixteen, Nas Reed. What are you doing? That's Rashad McCants. Anthony Edwards, four of thirteen. That's Rashad McCants. Yeah, he he had fifteen points, but it took thirteen shots to get there. And the fact he made six free throws also helped boost that. Otherwise, <laughs> geez, he would have been way below. That's oh my god, that's frustrating. It would have been nine points off. 13 field goal attempts. Ugh. Oof. Rubio, 1 of 8. Oof. Yeah, this game sucked. It sucks. Culver, 4 points off the bench. So, back to reality, unfortunately. I mean, Edwards at least gets in the teens, but uh, it's it's not always pretty. He'll make some great plays. Awesome dunk. I'm thinking this was, yeah, this was in the, the, the last game of the group, if I remember. No, this was in the first one. Beautiful dunk by Anthony Edwards in this one. It's the next game, his numbers were better, but yeah, he had that spectacular, yeah, oh my. Just took it to the hoop, cupped it back, and looked a little like Dr. J on that one. Dominique, Dr. J, somebody like that. It was an old-school-looking type of a dunk where you cup it way back and put it in. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like Wiggins could make some nice dunks, but he usually didn't have that type of authority. That's what I like about Anthony Edwards going forward. Just keep working on that jump shot. And Jared Culver, same thing. He only took two attempts in the game, and he just made four free throws. Hey, Jared, there you go. That'll, that'll get the free throw percentage up a point or two. 
Uh, hopefully more than that. Oh, Kogi, nothing. Oh, my God. Well, he, he got a steal and an assist. And he was a minus 14, but other people were worse. Rubio, minus 24. Rubio did have 11 assists in the game, but, uh, well, uh, since you, you can't shoot, you might as well do something else, right? <laughs> Curry at his usual 30-plus. It's just, ah, uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> it is what it is. 130 to 108. What are you going to say about a game like this? It's just, again, the culture in Minnesota seems to be non-existent. There's no rhyme or reason to the rotations, generally speaking. I mean, sometimes there is, and sometimes there isn't. Anthony Edwards gets about the same, like mid to upper 20s a game. But it's like Culver, it's just he's kind of in, he's kind of out. I think Culver should have been given more opportunities. He maybe would have done something. I don't even know what to say. But at least Beasley was, was you know, Beasley was, was generally lights out in the game. He did great. Nas Reed, why he needs to take 16 shots and shoot six threes and only, you know, it's just it's lousy. I like Nas Reed, but he needs to play closer to the basket. He really does. Stop with a stretch five nonsense constantly. It's okay to take some threes, but he doesn't play close enough to the basket. And that's why he's 5 of 16. Like, how many centers are 5 of 16? Tell me, how m- if your center takes 16 attempts, usually that's a lot, you know, usually maybe 10 of 16. 12 of 16, because they're close to the basket. You know, using the strength or whatever the heck. And of course, uh, Reed also followed out in the game, too. Just a nasty game for him. He, he got a double-double and a couple blocks, but generally speaking, just a nasty overall game for Nas Reed. And of course, health and safety with Hernan Gomez and D'Angelo Russell. Supposedly, it's a it's a quad contusion. It's a quad contusion. But yeah, then he's going to be out the rest of the year, probably. Uh, quad contusion. We all know how those drag on forever. Even Stefan Marbury, back when players didn't, uh, back when back when you never heard of load management, Stefan Marbury like took forever too to come back. Back in uh, that you know his rookie year, it was a bummer. It just went on and on. Raymond Green had a technical. Uh, what what else is new under the sun? <laughs> I don't know. It's crappy, crappy game against the Warriors, and that that is all. That is all. The stupidest like phrase ever that people like to use every day now. I guess oh, I guess it's died off. The last it was like eight years ago. It was like every other post on Facebook. That is all. Uh. <laughs> Curry only had sixteen points in this one, but the Wolves still lose and end up losing one twenty three to one eleven. Mostly like garbage time. Uh, in a lot of ways, Wolves kind of catching up, making the score look a little prettier. But generally speaking, yeah, yeah and that's exactly what it was. They outscored the Warriors by eight in the fourth, and of course the third was the usual smash fest, which I'm just sick of. Wolves do okay for a while, and then down, down, down. Malik Beasley, 20 points, I mean, that pretty much steals it, if you know what I'm saying. You can probably guess what I'm talking about, about stealing something. Uh, Great game by Malik Beasley, by Malik, Malik Beasley. (laughs) Malik, I know, I'm just BSing. Uh, Oh, that's nice. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I just got a message I might have lost to one of my orders on Amazon. Isn't that great? Might be just lost. Lost. That's nice. Ashton Haggins, nice debut, I guess. Hundred, uh, I'm at 137. A minute 37 and nothing. Well, at least he got to step on the court and say he was on an NBA floor for a little bit. Hopefully he gets more action next time, I guess. Jalen Noel got to play a significant amount of minutes. That was good to see him going. What can you do, though? I mean, again, nice game by Anthony Edwards, but a lot of it, again... Unfortunately, a lot of his points pop up in garbage time, though I suppose early on he was hot. 
he starts well sometimes. Anthony Edwards might get uh, double digits in the first quarter, and then the field goal percentage just drops off the face of the earth because he just keeps firing away and keeps missing. Okay, well, 9 of 19 is respectable. 5 of 8 from downtown is very respectable. like to see more free throws. Only got to the line once in the game. Nasrid, very efficient in this one. Five blocks. Loved it. Loved what he did out there. Uh, he was very solid. He was one of the reasons why the Wolves were kind of, sort of, in the game a little tiny bit. Kind of, sort of, a little bit in the game. Him and Anthony Edwards were probably the better players. And, of course, Malik Beasley, very aggressive, very solid. He's been the leading scorer for the Wolves the entire week. And he, he did well. Jake Lehman got action for the first time in a little bit. He, you know, better than he was at the beginning of the year. You know, he kind of did a little bit of everything. You know, he kind of did. Points, steals, rebounds. Good for him. 50% from the floor. Nice. Nice, nice game, actually, for him. And Jalen Noel got, got some action. 12 points off the bench. A little spark plug. A little spark plug. And, of course, <laughs> Jaden McDaniels can be that as well at times. But consistency with Jaden McDaniels. Uh, consistency and Jaden McDaniels are not in the same sentence right now. But he's just getting started, obviously. Looks like he's, you know, like a little kid still. And he basically is. So, let's get to what Andrew Andrew Wiggins had to say. Woohoo. Andrew, you're fired. Andrew Wiggins, you're fired. When he's talking about the Warriors and the Wolves and all that, it's different because everything here is organized. Thank you very much. You know what you're doing every night. Wiggins said via John Krasinski of The Athletic. Thank you for mentioning that clutch points. Yes, and yeah, that's obviously the, uh, the, the you know, citing, which is what you do in the media uh, when you're writing. You know what you're getting yourself into. You know the minutes you're going to play. You know the rotation. Yeah, well, but didn't Wiggins usually know the minutes he was going to play, though, in Minnesota? Wasn't it usually, like, probably too many? I mean, I mean, wasn't it, like, uh, over 30? Okay, let's go. Like, every night, like, 30, 35 minutes. It's not like Wiggins was playing, like, 12 minutes a game, and then 35, and then 40, and then 12, and 40. It wasn't like that, was it? Well, I'll continue what he's saying. There was a couple of years like that in Minnesota where everything, you know, everything... You know everything. What do you mean? Okay, there was a couple of years like that in Minnesota where everything, you know everything. That was Coach Debs. Something must have been. <laughs> that was with Coach Debs, meaning Debs was very organized. Debs was very clear. He was very straightforward. That's one thing they do here. They're very straightforward. They're not going to sugarcoat anything. There's no trick questions, so it's good. Well... Yeah, and obviously, of course, he only liked Thibs, apparently, when he didn't like Thibs. He didn't like Thibs yelling at him, supposedly. He said he didn't like all that all the time, and then it was he was welcoming uh, Ryan Saunders on board, but he basically threw shade at Ryan Saunders, Flip Saunders, and Sam Mitchell there, like where Thibs was the only guy who was organized. I don't know, because Flip Saunders was his first coach, wasn't he? So, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, he was the coach. He got to coach Andrew Wiggins in his rookie year, and it was a lot of fun. Wiggins was a lot of fun to watch that year with Zach Levine, both of them emerging, and they got to play in that uh, Future Stars game, and they both did so well. Things were very bright. The hopes were very high during that time. They, they truly were. And Flip dies, of all things. Oh, oh, you get Carl, you get the number one pick in the draft. Flip dies, and I'm getting, you know, every time I mention that, I get my eyes kind of get a little watery. A little bit. Um, a little bit. And it's, uh, everything just changed ever since, and I don't know. Was Flip a great coach? No. Was Flip a great president of basketball operations? I think so. I think so. He didn't get a chance to be it long enough, but I think he was. A great coach? No. Good coach? Yes. You have to separate Flip Saunders from great coaches. 
I'm not throwing shade at Flip Saunders, but I think he was good. I do think he was good. A- Andrew's basically putting him down like he's, yeah, you know, he's just part of the sh- scenery, basically. Well, he was a hell of a GM, I thought, and he handled the Andrew Wiggins, Kevin Love situation as well as anybody could do that. Uh, kind of like the way Bill Guerin has been handling things with the Minnesota Wild, honestly. Uh, maybe with, you know, I, I think they both are just fantastic at what they do. Uh, the way Bill Guerin has been handling the Minnesota Wild. Very impressive, actually. Check out Brave the Wild if you want to hear some hockey conversation as well. Both winter sports, NBA and NHL conversation. NBA here, of course. Timberwolves. Explosion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not here to just pile on and beat up the team. But at the same time, what the hell can you do? If I'm negative, what do you want me to say? We only lost by, by uh, eight points. Yeah, but that's partially because of garbage time, though. Excuse me, 12 points. I can't even add or subtract here. What's wrong with me? Do you mean adding or subtracting there, eh? Okay, sorry. I meant that uh, we lost by double-digit points. That's what I meant. We lost by double-digit points. And it's just every game, basically. And then we had a really nice, fun night without D'Angelo Russell on the court. Pardon me. And, um, yeah, without D'Angelo Russell on the court... And it was a ni- it was a nice flow in the offense, and that's the conversation that's all over town right now, with writers, broadcasters, podcasters, and just fans posting on Facebook that this offense is actually much more fluid and much more likable. It's a, it's more entertaining to watch without D'Lo, the the new D'Lo on the court, like he, he's he's dropped to a new low, like D'Lo, L O W, yeah. I don't know. I think you kind of know where I'm going with a lot of this right now. It's irritating to watch. Uh, Ryan Saunders, again, you, you want to root for him and all that, but it's not working. It's not working. That, that's just the bottom line. It's not working. And you're going to hear that from courtside when, when you listen to it. And, of course, the clip I'm going to show as well, uh, our play as well in the third segment to lead things off. It's I'm like pretending basically people called in. That's kind of the way to do it, I guess. Why not? Why not? It is interaction. They are basically indirectly... <laughs> interacting with me in this show as well when they when they talk Wolves, as far as I'm concerned. I, I think it's fun. It's like I'm interacting with them when I talk Lakers or Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> those are the teams that those guys like. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> you're left in a situation right now where we're looking for answers, and there aren't a whole lot. I don't know why this is making sound. I Oh, I hate buzz. There we go. No buzz, damn you. <laughs> uh, we're looking for answers, and there really aren't any. There aren't any answers right now, other than, you know, you don't want to be the Detroit Lions, where every couple of years they fire the coach and the general manager, and they're, they suck again. And they just, they suck again. And they suck again. But that's kind of where we're at, and it's sad. I, I don't like this vision of three, four guards, like, you know, and guys shooting threes from, from China. Every night. Okay, that doesn't make sense. But guys shooting threes that aren't really good attempts. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? They're, they're, they're not good attempts, some of them. Uh, it's not working. Stop forcing it. Stop forcing something that doesn't work. If you're hot, you're hot. And it's a nice catch and shoot, release, boom. Go for it. But when you're just kind of forcing up threes because you want to shoot a lot of threes, I don't know. You're not Steph Curry. Steph Curry gets away with that because he makes it. And I will say this again. It's garbage basketball. Even if he does make it, I still think it's garbage. It's that health It's the health club ball hog basketball. Just he happens to make it, so everyone thinks it's the coolest thing ever. But I still say it's garbage. 
If, if the ball's moving around properly and it's catch and release, <laughs> more power to you. More power to you. That's that's not bad. A nice flow to the to the basket. A nice flow, moving the ball around the circuit. You know, cross-court pass. No, it's not a cross-court pass. Those are dangerous. But once in a while they work. But, you know, setting a guy up for a corner three. I got no problem with a catch-and-shoot three. Jacking up threes, I don't like. I don't like that garbage. That's, you know, that's that's J.J. Barea's standards. God, God bless him. Uh, please recover from your Achilles, hopefully. Hope he's getting closer to that. Uh, conversation about Achilles tendons later on as well, talking about a certain Houston Rocket player who used to play for Washington. <laughs> Boy, they talked about Washington and Houston a bit. It was kind of funny. I mean, you can tell, yeah, you're going to like the show. Just, I'm probably spoiling the whole thing already. Um, but let's get to where I need to be right now, and that is the Lone Wolf Award for this week. Stands out, stands out big time. That would be Malik Beasley. Easy choice, easy choice. Malik Beasley, consistent every night. Uh, his his low of the week is 15, and he got 30 at 25, and 25 again. Excellent week for Malik Beasley. Very solid. He didn't look like Rashad McCants. He looked like somebody who Rashad McCants wishes he was. More consistent version of a shooting guard style. Who takes a lot of shots, but actually makes them. Good job. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get back into that Rashad McCants uh, territory. But um, there's a flow to his game, and a lot of people like Malik Beasley. A lot of people would take him on the roster right now. Go Malik. Uh, as for... Johnny Flynn Memorial, that would be our Johnny Flynn point guard. That would be D'Angelo Russell, who, when he does play, the offense doesn't flow well. It just kind of, he's, he's, he's the king of kings with the ball. He's, he's God Almighty with the ball, and he's got to shoot it when he wants to, and he's going to pass it when he wants to, and uh, he's in charge, but he's not in charge. He, acts, he, he, he talks out there like he's kind of helping and leading all that stuff, but his actions aren't showing any leadership whatsoever. Actions will always speak louder than words. Always. Like, come on, guys, let's go. Spin, spin. Numbers low. Like a guy trying to inspect and saying all that. And he's inspected like three stents when somebody else has inspected a hundred. You know, I'm not throwing shade at anybody right now or anything. No, <laughs> this was years ago. I'm just making fun of it because it was funny. I, I thought it was silly. Come on, guys, let's go. The numbers are low. Spin, spin. And yeah, you, you haven't done jack and you're like doing all the talking, but I haven't done anything. So, yeah, we need uh, actions. Actions speak louder than words. D'Angelo. The actions speak louder than words. And, of course, Mr. Atkins coming in to help the Wolves. And uh, D'Angelo Russell, maybe. That's if we're going to keep D'Angelo Russell. That might be a good direction to go. I believe he's an assistant somewhere at the moment, right? With the Clippers, I think. So, I I don't know. I'm sure he could come out of that. It would probably have to be next. Uh, it'd have to be in the off season. They'd uh, grant us an interview, that type of thing. And uh, go from there. Or I guess Vanderpool would probably have to be the uh, interim coach should the Wolves make the move and fire Ryan Saunders. God bless him. Hey, hey, we fired Flip once, remember? Remember we fired Flip in that crappy season when uh, Cassell, was, Cassell and Sprewell basically, you know, crapped all over our logo, basically, after having a, one good year. Yeah, one good year with us. Well, they had many good years in other teams, but they had one good year with us and then expected the world that's life. With that said, I'll take a quick break, come back for some previews right after this. Hey, guys and gals, I think I'm taking next week off. It's load management. You know, I'm, I'm off for rest for the Timberwolves explosion next week.
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two. Time to preview a few games, but oh lord. You know, I, uh, the t- most recent Timberwolves game versus uh, Golden State is flashing in the background. I just saw Josh Akogi, you know, catch and shoot three, wide open, catch and shoot. You know, the highest percentage three-point shot there is, air ball. Wide open too. Air ball. No contest, nothing. Air ball. Come on, man. Come on, man. He's got to be better than that, doesn't he? Can't a Kogi can't make a three for his life, and it drives me nuts. Can't you make a shot? God, and you know, and again, I don't like constant three pointers, as I probably mentioned a couple million times already. But I mean, a catch and shoot three—that's a, that's a different thing. I mean, it's got a, a catch and through shoot three. There's nothing wrong with that. Sixteen point seven percent from downtown. Josh Akogi says it all. How about just forget about it? Get back to me when you can shoot at least 30% from downtown, and I will set you up for two catch-and-shoots a game or something like that and hope for the best. I'm sorry, but that was just like an air ball, really, on a catch-and-shoot three, an air ball. That's just, what the hell? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> Timberwolves play the Philadelphia 76ers uh, tonight. Oh, boy. Get your, uh... uh is there a hearse waiting outside? Is there a hearse waiting with the Wolves logo uh, on the blanket outside? I mean, you know, and I don't mean this. In, I, it's just 13 and 6 on the year, and we all know how Philly plays against Minnesota. I can't take it anymore. 76ers determined to avoid letdown in Minnesota. Oh, goody. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't take it anymore. I, I, I can't. Right quad contusion. It's official. D'Angelo Russell. So instead of rest, it's a white quad contusion. Right quad contusion. It is funny, though, how they put rest in the tweet leading into the game, though. That that was the Timberwolves. They put rest instead of right quad contusion. And, of course, Carl Anthony Towns. COVID-25. No, I better not be 25. COVID-19. This will be the only time the 70 suckers come to Minnesota or play the Wolves at all. And, well, I think, I think you know where I'm leaning, but I guess, hey, you know, maybe Joel Embiid will, uh, you know, not play as good because he doesn't have Carl Anthony Towns to push around anymore. At least not, not this season. He's got no Carl to push around because he's only going to play him once. Philadelphia, nothing, looks like. Yep, nothing. Wow, nothing. Not even Ben Simmons, obviously, because he, he got hurt so many times. Philadelphia's 13-6. and six. They just beat the Lakers by a point. Wow, very impressive. Uh, I'm sorry, Vince. I am sorry. You know, I'd rather see the Lakers win that game. Maybe. No, I would, generally speaking. They beat the Celtics twice. Not bad. Jan 20, 117, 109. Jan 22, 122. Said that number two times there. To 110. Those are weird numbers. It's like creepy almost. At Detroit, 114, 110. They lost to Detroit two days later. In Detroit again. 119 to 104. And then again beat the Lake Show by a point. Wolves most recently beat the New Orleans Pelicans on Jan 23 by 10 points. Mm-mm. Nothing majorly stands out about the Sixers. They just win games and they have good players. You know, they're good, solid defense and they score points and everything. Uh, they're ninth in the league in scoring, ninth in rebounds, 7th in field goal percentage. That's a big deal compared to 28th for Minnesota. Free throw percentage, we're pretty much right in the middle, both of us. Three-point percentage, Philly is right in the middle and the Wolves are not <laughs> 26th in the league. But we have the meets. Just make your 12-3 so we can get our French dips, you know, and then maybe win the game too would be nice. Uh, obviously, love the French dip sandwich. 
It's going to make me even fatter than I already am. i got to be careful. I just got to watch myself, but I love those sandwiches. Should just have... See, here's the thing, though. If I could actually just have it for regular dinner, if I didn't work second shift, <laughs> it wouldn't be a problem. But uh, it is what it is. Thank God for uh, everything. But uh, I, I, uh, I don't know. We all know how this goes, doesn't it? I think, I think we've, I think we know this this story. I think we've seen this movie too many times. Tobias Harris, Seth Curry. Ah, nice season for Seth Curry. Fifty-one percent from downtown. Fifty-one percent from downtown. He's starting to catch up to uh, somebody that plays in Northern Cal, isn't he? Ben Simmons still can't make a three. He's just like Josh. Just like Josh. Kogi, 16.7. All right, there you go. But he still makes 50% because he's able to get to the basket. Again, you know, Ben Simmons and LaMelo Ball, there's similarities there. Yep, you get the assists, the rebounds, the athleticism. Uh, except Ben Simmons is a much better defender. That's the big difference. That's where Ben Simmons is a legitimate player that a lot of people would like on the Wolves. It's just that, you know, he can't shoot very well. But he's an elite defender. Dwight Howard, speaking of elite defenders, at least it used to be, factor with Philly. He's actually doing just fine. So he's 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 uh, adjusted to that reserve role in a very nice way. Got a ring with Los Angeles. His second stint with them last year. Got the ring, playing that role very nicely, not causing any trouble, not getting a, you know, any disagreements with people. It's not like he's a troublemaker off the card. He's a troublemaker. Well, it's a different kind of off the card. <laughs> he's a troublemaker in the organization with uh, all the teams he's been on, but he's been much better lately. Good job, Dwight. You know, low profile, backup center. And he's a pretty damn good backup center. Danny Green can hit the threes. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Yep, and Tobias Harris can make, you know, he can go out for 40 any night he wants, just about. And Joel Embiid's one of the best players in the league. It's just that simple. If he can stay healthy, which has always been an issue. He's missed four games so far this year, but he is healthy. Philadelphia wins comfortably, 125-110 to 110 over the Timberwolves. 15-point win for the Philadelphia Suckers, and it is what it is. There's no Butler, but there's Bully uh, bully Embiid, but there's no Carl for him to bully. So Nas Reed and Embiid, I don't know, Reed will maybe go out for 15 and something, but he'll shoot like 16 shots and make like 5, which is really annoying. Uh, welcome to Timberwolves basketball, I guess. Wolves lose by 15 to the Sixers. I'm sorry, but I'm just being realistic here, guys. Guys and gals. Because hopefully there's a few women listening. There's got to be, right? I hope so. Unless I piss, pissed them all off. There used to be. But I think they got pissed off years ago from Flip's Army there on Facebook. Cleveland Cavaliers. 500. Not bad. Not bad. I'm not trying to be condescending or whatever word is. That's not bad. Who am I to be condescending right now? With old 4-13 and 13 playing playing down in, uh, you know, <laughs> playing about... Playing about uh, Three miles east of here, down Glenwood. Yeah, yeah, three miles east down Glenwood. Glenwood East, yeah. Well, uh, Colin Zexton, man, he's really become a hell of a player, hasn't he? He's gotten good. Darius Garland, the guy I... You know, I'd rather have Darius Garland than D'Angelo Russell right now. Is it okay to say that? Is it okay to say that? $30 million versus a rookie contract, even though it's probably high, a uh, fairly high rookie contract these days. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, he, uh, he was taken fairly high in the draft... I'd rather have Darius Garland right now. Damn it. I'd rather have Darius Garland. Screw D'Angelo Russell. We wouldn't have to have him. We wouldn't have to make these crazy moves. we put up with Wiggins until we trade him for somebody else, I guess. I don't know. We'd have to figure out something. Maybe Wiggins would actually block some shots, which he's been doing in Golden State. He won't do it for us, but he's sure doing it for Golden State, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jared Allen, what a solid player he can be. Uh, yeah, love him. Classic. Looks like he's from the 70s. Kevin Love, what is going on there? 
Uh, he's all over trade rumors. He's averaging nine and a half a game. What is going on with Kevin Love? Only two games so far for the Cavaliers. Colin Sexton, 25 points a game, making almost 50% from downtown. Darius Garland, 41% from downtown. He even looks kind of good. Drummond, you know, double-double every single game. That's what he is. He is a double-double machine. He'll block some shots. I've always loved Andre Drummond. I wish he was the Wolves' center, honestly. I wish it was Drummond at center, Carl Anthony Towns at power forward, and, um, you know, <laughs> figure it out. Small forward, maybe Anthony Edwards. See, wouldn't that be great? Anthony Edwards at small forward, Mike Ma- Mike Beasley, no, Malik Beasley. <laughs> what am I saying? That's Judy Garden, point guard, uh, Darius Garland, <clears throat> D'Angelo Russell. Darius Garland, I wish. It's just, you know, even though Darius Garland isn't exactly Magic Johnson or Oscar Robertson or... Uh, John Stockton, whoever the heck name you want to put out there. He's not exactly that guy. I'd rather have him than D'Angelo right now. Better, you know, better, just a, just a naturally better fit. Regardless of his style of play, he's a better fit than D'Angelo Russell because just about anybody is. Ricky Rubio is a better fit right now. And Ricky Rubio's not Ricky Rubio anymore. He's Ricky Rubio, you know, senior, if you know what I'm trying to tell you. He doesn't look the same. Uh, COVID this, COVID that. Cleveland, let's keep moving. I'm babbling too much like I always do. Larry Nance Jr. sprained right wrist. Kevin Love strained. ST strained right calf. Usually sprained is worse than strained. Yet he's been out since December. Okay, Kevin. I uh, hope for the best there. Wolves, obviously, same guys. D'Angelo and Carl. They're not important or anything. Cleveland's actually averaging less points than the Wolves, which is funny. 29th in the league. But that means their defense is pretty solid. They're keeping teams down. Uh, total rebounds, Cleveland only a third, 23rd, wow. I mean, this team is beatable, but they they make their shots. They make their shots. They're the worst free throw shooting team in the league, number 30. They're the worst. We'll play the Cavaliers again on Feb 1st, so it's back-to-back, basically. Jan, 21, Jan 31 and Feb 1st. Cleveland, Cleveland, home and home. Minnesota now, Cleveland in a day, back-to-back. Tough schedule there. I guess. Uh, Cleveland beat Brooklyn twice. 147 to 35. Didn't that game not go to OT? Wow, that's good stuff. Brooklyn, 120. Uh, they beat Brooklyn again, 123-113. They lost to Boston, 141 to 103. I guess Brooklyn wore them out. I can't believe they swept Brooklyn. That's impressive. Of course, they have that super team now, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how things go. Things were just getting started with those hard and uh, big surprise, Cleveland lost to the Lakers, 115-108. to 108, And then Cleveland beat Detroit, 122-107. to 107. Um, I'm impressed with Cleveland thus far, obviously, and good good guards and all that stuff. Uh, see, this is what makes it easy, this COVID scheduling stuff. It makes previewing games easier because you're playing the same team a couple games in a row or something like that. It happens often. It's like a mini-bubble in a way, I guess. You're just playing the same team twice. Pray to God that there isn't a COVID outbreak between the two, but... Again, I'll leave my feelings about that somewhere else. <clears throat> Utah's leading the Western Conference. That's amazing, too, as I get distracted looking at that. It's just, go Snyder. Good job, man. Good job, eh? Uh, Minnesota versus Cleveland. I think we win one of these. We win the second one, I think. Yeah, that seems to be the Wolves' way when we play back-to-back. We, we, in the past, we would win the first and then get crushed in the second. I think Cleveland wins on Jan 31. Minnesota wins on, on Feb Feb one. Uh, Cleveland will win. Final score. Like what? What are the average type of scores that they make? Eh, you know, something like. I think it's going to be a lower scoring type of game. I don't know if Carl's going to be back for any of these or not. I'm going to assume no. I'm just going to assume no. 
D'Angelo, I'm going to assume no. I'm going to say neither these guys don't play all week. Damn it. These damn sounds in the background. Uh, I'm going to say neither team, uh, neither guy returns. But Minnesota wins the second one. Cleveland will win the first. 115 to 115 to 108 in the first. Cleveland wins. Minnesota wins the next one. Final score of a lower scoring night. 98 to 95. A couple of close, close games. 98 to 95. Minnesota wins. Um, who would lead the Wolves in scoring against the, uh, who's going to lead the Wolves in scoring in the previous day? Uh, I'm blanking on this one. Um, versus Cleveland, I think uh, it's going to be Malik Beasley in both games. I think Malik Beasley is going to lead the Wolves in both games. Uh, against Philly, uh, I, I got a feeling Anthony Edwards is going to have a really hot night. He's going he's gonna to have his first 30-point game against Philadelphia. He's going to have a season high against Philadelphia in the first game, and then Beasley's going to get like 25 to 28 in the two games. He maybe I think Beasley eclipses 30 in the win somehow. He'll, he'll do almost all of the scoring in that game. And the Wolves win on Feb 1. We move forward gradually here to play the Spurs again, <laughs> which is okay. That's fine. Go ahead and play the Spurs again. I'm not sure what to say about that one. It is what it is. How excited am I to play the Spurs? Um, I, I guess I'm excited. Uh, they're ten and eight. They're respectable. They're actually at first place in their division right now. The Southwest Spurs in first place. <laughs> it's like the old days, right? Uh, Derek White has a fractured toe as of Jan four. So Derek White will very likely not see the court, even though it has been just about a month at that stage. Spurs are in the middle of the league with 16th in scoring, 8th in rebounding, 19th in field goal percentage, 9th in free throw percentage, 15th in three-point percentage. This is the rubber match. The winner of this game wins the season series, and we know who it's going to be, don't we? It's probably going to be the Spurs. They're just, you know, they're they're solid right now. They're solid. They're not going to win anything at all. They're going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. They're not going anywhere. They'll make the playoffs and they'll lose. It's that simple. DeMar DeRozan his numbers are definitely down from what they've been in the past. He's hit, but he had a hell of a game against the Wolves, and I'm sure he'll lead the club in scoring again. Marcus Aldrich has plagued the Wolves forever. He's another guy who's been around forever and ever and ever. Keldon Johnson can make some threes, and of course, you hear a conversation about him. You'll hear his name brought up when the D'Angelo Russell rant pops up on uh, the Courtside Podcast. <laughs> Devin Vassell, very likable uh, emerging rookie. He can actually make some threes. Like He's a D&3 type of guy, but he's still developing. Um, and of course, Derek White only played one game this year and then had the fractured toe, which sucks. Poor guy. Hopefully, uh, he's mending well there. Spurs win. Spurs win, unfortunately. What have they done lately? Postponed game versus New Orleans. They lost to Golden State 121 to 99 and then 122 to 117 loss to Dallas. They beat the Wizards, then being the Spurs 121 101. Postponed game on the 25th versus Nolens. And 110-106 victory over the Celtics recently. They'll play Denver and then Memphis back-to-back, and then they'll play us two days after that. I do think the Spurs win the season series. It'd be amazing if the Wolves somehow pull this off and win the season series. It would just feel better, but, well, what the hell. Maybe we might as well try to our asses off to finish in the top three so we do not lose our draft pick this year when the draft is loaded, where last year it was not loaded. It wasn't. Uh, maybe we still got a gem in Anthony Edwards, but that's yet to be determined. He's uh, up and down. He's he's polar. He's a polar player right now. We'll see what happens with this game. Um, who will lead the club in scoring in this one? It's probably going to be Billy Beasley again. But I'm looking for somebody like a Jared Culver to really stand out in this game. Somebody like that. Jared Culver, 
going to have like a surprise type of performance, 20 points, maybe hit half of his threes, be a factor, do something out there. He would be a big help if the Wolves were to somehow win this game. Somebody like Jared Culver and then Malik Beasley just goes crazy, or even a Nas Reed if he didn't break his wrist, by the way. It sounds like he didn't, though, because he would be on reports everywhere by now if he actually broke it. or He's probably bruised a little bit, but he's going to be okay because he got banged up a bit late against the Golden State Warriors in the second game. But the San Antonio Spurs win, and the Wolves go 1-3. and three. Wolves win once this week versus Cleveland. The Spurs, final score will be, yeah, they tend to score points, don't they, these guys? Uh, they, they score some, anyway. We'll go with 118 to... 118 to like 108. It's going to be a 10-point win for the Spurs. Spurs win, Spurs win at the end of the day. Wolves go 1-3. and three. With that, we'll take a break and get to some interesting fan interaction coming right up. three-game win streak, uh, five and five in their last ten. I've got a question for you. Far away, Wayne. Can this work in Houston? Can it? No. Can it Look, I'm not talking winner NBA oh, Sorry, I take that back. Get rid of John Wall. Find another point guard who plays every game. It'll work just fine. I mean, he's been injured. Though, right? been, well, not even injured. He was off uh, restrictions, so... I feel like he's, he's just finding his feet. Wayne, he played yesterday. had today off. They didn't play today. When did he have to, when did he have a day off? He played he played someone they had a day off, I know he did. No, they had um uh, I think they I think they've got him on um restrictions man. I don't Why? think he, he hasn't played for two years. Because he's coming back from well, yeah, ACL. He no. had an Achilles two years ago. Come on. Wayne, it was two years ago. This this is what I mean, Wayne. He's 29, not 39. He's getting paid a shit ton of money than, than you or I, and we turn up to our jobs every day. Okay, we this this is bullshit. You've got a you've got a young dude in Christian Wood who's playing so well. God knows why Detroit didn't offer him any money. You've got a really good two guard in Oladipo, and then you got a point guard who's earning more money than all of them, who misses games willy nilly when he's missed two years anyway. This this. No minutes restrictions. 80s, 90s, guys weren't missing games like this. Now they they all crap on about having all, we've got the best technology, we've got the best recovery, this and that, and they're still missing games. It pisses me off. Yeah, I get it. But I don't, you get it, but you don't care, Wayne. No, I'm just saying this is how the league is. This is how every team No, is. well, it's got to change. And fans and wonderful podcasters like me and you, Wayne, have to call these guys out. I mean, I get it. I feel like you're being a little bit hard on John Wall, but I do see your point. No. Nice. Nice. But when you have winners, Vince, you also have losers. The Brain Fart Award. Who gets your brain fart? This Wayne is so easy, and I've had him in my crosshairs for about a week and a half. Far away, who is it? D'Angelo Russell. Oh boy, here we go. Here's this pissant, okay, who 
is one of the laziest, softest point guards I've ever seen in my life. Okay, I'm watching. I'm watching a game between Minnesota and the Spurs. Wow. Okay, D'Angelo Russell is guarding Kelton Johnson. Kelton Johnson, just so you know, can hit the three pretty well. Do you think a does D'Angelo Russell run out and close out really hard, or b does he just turn around and look at him and not run out and close out really hard and watch Kelvin Johnson swish another three? Which one do you think he did, mate? Yeah, I know which one he did because I watched that game. Yeah. <laughs> Soft as butter, not a leader's ass. He is my brain fart. He, <sighs> mate. I'm going to stop talking because oh, my blood is just starting to boil. This guy is... is I'm, go, I'm not... Ugh. I, I feel you. He's what? He's everything that is wrong with the Minnesota Timberwolves. No, I don't, I don't buy that. But I, I he know is. where he's coming from. He, I know he he, he's supposed to be a leader, mm. and he's not. So I'll leave it there. Right. If you want to hear more, because you all know my good friend in Minnesota, <laughs> who shouts us out every week, got a shouting back out, Timberwolves explosion. You can find him everywhere. That dude is everywhere. But yeah, he gets my brain fart. I swear to God, he really gets on my nerves. Well, I'm going to double up on your Brain Fight Award with my Brain Fight Award being the whole situation that's going on in Minnesota right now. Um, wow. If there was a roster that should be playing much better than they are, dude, it's this fucking one. And look, I've been mad at Demo. I've been mad at Towns. Towns, I feel like, should have just taken the fucking year off. Like, honestly. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Like, another lottery pick, you reckon? I I cannot tell you. Like some people, some people can say you broke up with a girl you've been with a long time. Some people can just work through that, you know, and that takes their mind off things. Other people can't. You know, other people need to step away, separate themselves. Towns has been for a lot. I don't want to understate like what Towns has gone through at all. But when he when when he's on the court. He looks so disinterested. He just—he looks like a space cadet out there. So I've been mad with him. I've been mad with the players. I've been an advocate for the firing of uh, Saunders for fucking two seasons now. So this yeah. is like, oh, I, made, oh, I made I made a mistake there. I'm with you. Yeah, like honestly, but all these losses, all these performances—they play with no heart. They play with no ticker. No one is held accountable. No one is held accountable on any end. Like, you talk about that D'Lo situation going on in that San Antonio game. How quick, if he was coached by Pop, would he have been pulled out of that game? Oh, within a, within a second. Any other... Like, Coach Thiggs, man. Like, man, people in Minnesota, you wake up to yourselves. You guys got on the back of Thibs and run him out of town. He was mm. right. Butler was right about the Minnesota young guy. And you've seen it now. You've seen it now. But this is all my grandfather will goes to management because all these losses are on them right now until they fire Sanders, Saunders, sorry, and bring in someone who get the fucking job done. Unfortunately, though, how long have Minnesota been bad for since we were kids, right? Yeah. Seriously. Like, it's they've, they've had a couple of good runs, but for 99% been- of it since we were kids, yeah. And that's why, that's why I give KG a lot of uh, respect and time and I can excuse a lot of his antics because look look what he did. Look at the success he had in Minnesota while he was there with bad culture. 
Can I just say, um, I don't think Kevin Garnett's perfect, mind you, but, but Kevin McHale gets a lot of shit in Minnesota. But when he was GM, they actually had a decent run. But he gets so much shit. And then any other GM that's taken over after him, have they made the playoffs? Except with Tibbs, that was it. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like, I, like, I don't want to excuse Tibbs at all, like, uh, because he, you know, we spoke to it on this show, like, about how he needed to change as a coach if he wanted to be back in the league, basically, you know? Like, and I agree totally that, yeah, get Tibbs back to what he does best, which is coaching. I have a question for everybody listening. Does it get any better than that? Does it though? <laughs> that was that was outstanding, as they might say in Canada, eh? At at T Wolves X for the Twitter account, and of course, you know, here's the thing: it's not like I'm going to sit here and break down everything they said. They said what needed to be said, and you heard it. That that that's how it is. I mean, uh, why why do I need to follow it up with analyzing what they said? What they said was awesome. I mean, Vince Germano, Hank McCoy. I called him Hank McCoy again. Wayne Hunt. Vince Germano, amazing. Back and forth about the Wolves there, and of course about John Wall. It doesn't get much better than that. And here I am breaking it down in a way, I guess you could say. I agree 1,000% about the whole load management nonsense. Play the freaking game. Just play. I'm tired of it, and I work with people with the same kind of attitude nowadays. It's the generation. They're just different. And it's disappointing. That's all i got to say about that. It's disappointing. It's a big disappointment for myself. At T Wolves E X. At T Wolves E X is of course the new Twitter account because the other one was uh suspended or lost or something. I still not hundred percent sure what happened there. Looked like there was a lot of back and forth, Vince and Tanay. Levi Brown retweeted the most recent show, two ninety. Tanay and Vince retweeted it also. Thank you guys so much. Question the process, the process. And it was liked by multiple people as well. Comic book couples counseling also. That's interesting. Vince Germano was saying, what a joke. That was, I believe that was the Atlanta game. Yeah, what a joke. Ugh. Just tell us that. And he said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That was me saying, and did you hear the show yet? I've had enough, too. And he said, yeah. Yep, he was turned off by that Hawks game. It was terrible. And Tanae said, you're kidding, right? And Vince said, and he wasn't saying it to, like, argue with anybody. He was just tweeting it himself out to people. He says, would have thought he had... Arrest last night. No, especially on defense. That's this combination about, yep, this is this stupid uh, conversation about that uh, D'Angelo Russell, basically. You're kidding, right? That's where it is. Okay, yeah, because it didn't show this. D-Lo out. D-Lo out. Just add a W after the O. D-Lo. Because he's, he's, he's low. He's just low. Timberwolves Nation. The Timberwolves will be resting. D'Angelo Russell on the second night of a back-to-back. D-Lo should be good to go against the Warriors on Monday. Oh, it's the second night of a back-to-back. Grow up. You know, that's all i got to say to these guys. Yeah, this young generation needs to grow up. There's people that can't even work five days a week nowadays. They can't even work five days a week. Same type of attitude. It's a bloody joke. It's a bloody joke. They're flogs, they're wusses, they're wankers, everything. I can say it's it's true. And I don't want to bash and hate and everybody think I'm this bitter old man, but maybe I am a bitter old man when I'm sick and tired of people that take no responsibility in their life. Yet they get paid. They want their paycheck. They want to get paid. They want this. They want that. This, 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 this. I'm tired of it. Okay, I'm a bitter old man. Fine, I'm a bitter old man. Where's my Where's my big gray beard and my cane? I could beat you over the head with this cane. I'd still kick your butt, even if you're half my age. I would. Because <laughs> they're too lazy. 
They're too lazy to kick my butt. What do you think of that? Tanae Brown says, was barely on the court for 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly, versus the Hawks. So he would have played maybe 10 minutes of that. Exactly. Yeah, just look at that. Yeah. Oh, guys, you guys are awesome. Keep keep these coming, and it does keep coming. That's the good part. Vince continues the conversation, says, wonder why they're in the same... Wonder why they're in the same state they're in. This guy ain't a leader. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> he ain't a leader. I mean, LeBron is 36, plays through a bung ankle, doesn't miss back-to-backs. And yep, you heard a bit about that on the sound, but I believe it was on there. Maybe not. Maybe that was one of our on the show. Um, yep, Tanae says, should have listened to Butler. Vince says, and the worst thing... The worst, worst thing is they've got young guys looking at this bloke thinking it's okay to take the night, take a night off even when you did bugger all the night before. And, of course, translation of bugger all means basically, yeah, you did absolutely nothing. You didn't do jack shit. That's basically what that means. <laughs> you did bugger all or, or bugger. I think they say bugger, not bugger. Bugger all. Bugger all. <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, it's, it's true, though. It's absolutely true. Um. Yep, and Vince says, hate to say it, but he was right. And Jimmy Butler was right, yes. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler tanked at the end of the uh, NBA Finals last year, though. That was the one thing that a lot of people didn't like. That game five was not good. But other than that, he did a fantastic job, to be quite fair. Yeah, him being Jimmy J, Jimmy Butler getting his team all the way to the Finals. Unfortunately, Ruggie get raw, running into a wall like like almost all Cinderella finalists do into the basketball world, be it college or pro. It's a bummer. Like the Knicks ran into the Spurs in 99. It's just, ugh. It's, oh, there's always a big boy waiting for you. Always the big, big boy. North Carolina is waiting for Butler getting into the final. You know, and Jimmy Butler or the college Butler. You know, George Mason goes far. And then there's always, you know, Kentucky. You know, I hate that. But that's basketball. Ba- ba- if, when you're a good basketball team, you're hard to beat. Harder to beat than even a great football team, except maybe the freaking Chiefs. Go Bucks, go Bucks, go Bucks, go Bucks. Point made. Um. Uh, Tanae Brown says, just, and again, Tanae's from New Zealand, Vince Germano from Australia. Tanae says, just an absolute shambles of an organization. <laughs> Vince says, fans need to start calling this bloke Gerson Rosas out. Thank you. I'm, I'm one of them. I'm calling him out, just like I did on the last episode, right, Vince? I take it you agree with a lot of what I said there? Yeah, because it's, uh, it, he's not... He's not as good as we thought. He's not. Um, I like how he collaborates and works with other people and gets things done. But the vision's the, the overall vision's not good, though. The overall vision's not good. Um, yeah, there he is. Uh, there's uh, Tanesa's played 20 minutes last night. Absolutely pathetic that he needs a rest. Yeah, absolutely pathetic. It's right. Lakers pies Browns. Unfortunately, yeah, but as again, Vince says, uh, unfortunately, the front office, this front office and ownership has blown it. Matter of time before a cat asks for a trade. Couldn't even build around cat properly, and now they let a supposed leader take a night off. Massive soft spot for the wolves, meaning he has a massive soft spot for the wolves. But the wolves, but uh, but the fish rots at the head, and that would be uh, Glenn Taylor. Yep, Glenn Taylor and the president of basketball operations, Gerson Rosas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, it starts with the owner, and the, he needs to sell the team. Sounds like a nice guy on the radio, but behind the scenes, he's just not good. He's not good. Uh, and it's too bad. It's it's it, it's just too bad. I mean, what more can you say? It's, what the hell can you do? And fans hear nothing from Gerson Rosas. Nothing. Yeah, yeah, we haven't heard anything from him. Nothing. Tanae says he's hiding. He knows he's done his fans dirty with the team he's built. Uh-huh. 
I remember reading this, and I, I, yeah, it's just great conversation. I wanted to get involved, but then I'm, I'm always magically working when this is happening. Or sometimes these are like overnight because these guys are obviously on the other side of the planet there, New Zealand and Aussie. Uh, Vince says, "You ask your boss for a day off to rest. You're getting it? No, and you're and you're damn sure aren't getting, aren't earning thirty million a year? No, damn sure I'm not. I'm not making three hundred thousand either. And God, would I take that? God, would I take three hundred thousand right now?" Think about how 300000 is compared to $30 million. Think about it. Um, conversation back and forth with Mr. Ali Siddiqui, locally here in the Twin Cities, says... He says, the Wolves are the Lions of the NBA. Who are the Vikings of the NBA? I was saying you absolutely nailed it. I was thinking the same thing. We are the Lions. As for the Vikings, Milwaukee Bucks, I guess... And he says they got a ring though. Lots of good options: Pacers, Jazz, and Suns. And I was gonna, and I responded with the Blazers actually won also. But yeah, and he knows that. My point with the Bucks is that you know how they get far, and then they always they 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 don't they don't get they don't they don't go all the way. That's that, that's the Vikings. Um, basically, other than that one year in 1971, the Bucks are the Vikings where, you know, they'll have a lot of good teams. Like, they pop up with Sam Castell. They pop up with, uh, who are the other teams that are, they popped up multiple times. Uh, Ray Allen, they got far. I was Castell, Ray Allen, some good teams where they got to the conference finals, but then lose. And now this, uh, you know, the Greek freak. Pacers are probably the closest thing to the Vikings, where they're kind of a heritage type of team, and they get far, but they don't win. Uh, Suns, maybe also. Jazz have no championship. They've been to the finals twice during that era of Vikings. Uh, man, I don't know. It's one of them. <laughs> they all went to the finals. The Vikings have been to the Super Bowl, but they lost, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I believe the conversation continues. I'll hit back. Hope this doesn't mess things up. He was saying, yep, yeah, uh, what did I say? I was saying, I know they have a ring, but I just mean how they've gotten far in the playoffs many times and fail. The ring was so long ago, but of course, we never have Jack here. The Blazers have a ring also, so probably Phoenix or Indiana. He was saying, uh, Ali Super Spied with, yeah, very true. Forgot the Blazers have a ring also. The Walton days. The way they lost in Game 7, the Western Conference Finals was Viking style. Yep, yep. Yes, it was. Them being the Bucks, yeah, it's just depressing. Depressing. Western Conference Finals. Now he's talking about the, uh, the Blazers. Yes, the Blazers versus the Lakers. He's talking about the 2000 Blazers. Yes, yes. That was Viking style, yeah, where they gave up a huge lead. Jared Culver, goat, followed me. Yes, Jared Culver is the goat. At least when he makes his free throws, right? <laughs> no, it's nice to hear from you, Jared Culver, goat uh, fan there. Uh, Vince says, can anyone tell me what's wrong with D'Angelo Russell? Anyone? Bugger or bugger me. Bugger, bugger me. <laughs> 30 mil a year and takes time off. Willy-nilly. Driving me crazy, too. Um, today says, Sore Squad seems like he's just waiting for Towns to come back. I watched some of his Brooklyn highlights the other day. The guy is uh, is long that that guy is long gone, man. Vince says trade him. Yep, yep, yep. I can't disagree with that. I bet we could. I bet we could trade him. I bet we could. I don't think the whole league is completely done with D'Angelo Russell. I bet we could trade him. That's the that's the that's the good part. That's the good news. We probably could. He's not Terrell Brandon. He actually can go off for thirty. Terrell Brandon was really not wanted, and that was back when twelve million a year was considered crazy money. Uh, even though he still was making much less than uh, Kevin Garnett. But, of course, Terrell wasn't exactly averaging 30 or 25 points a game at times, which Russell can sometimes. But, I don't know, it doesn't mean anything. It's empty stats, eh, Marcus the Forecaster? That's an old uh, Marcus the Forecaster line. Empty stats. Yeah, he used to get very frustrated. Um, oh, yeah, and I couldn't even post. 
I couldn't even post last week's show, could I? Isn't that bugger all? Bugger all? Bugger all? <laughs> I couldn't even post the show uh, last week. I, I'll, I'll post it and I'll post this one just to make it look better. But uh, I guess it doesn't matter. It's on Twitter. Uh, there's no comments there. I'll see if there's visitor posts. Because, yeah, I was suspended on Facebook because I'm just the worst person ever for calling somebody trash after they called someone else trash. I just said, you're trash. And I got, that's what happened to all of you that might be wondering why I was suspended for seven days. Somebody was responding to my pillow saying, saying he's trash. And I just said, you're trash. Suspended seven days. Welcome to fascist book, folks. Change that logo, make it red, and have a little swastika and call it fascist book. Because that's what it is. That's what it's becoming. Sorry, that's a political rant, I guess you could say. It's getting ridiculous, though. Like, come on, people. Do we have to be so offended by every little damn thing under the sun? Like saying John Wall's not good. Oh, that's terrible. You're demeaning John Wall. You're, you're probably uh, something else, too. I won't say that word. Let's keep going. Uh, watching the Hawks-Wolves game. It's a it's a pity there's no crowd there to chant Fire Saunders. Yeah, Wayne Hunt did jump in, and I apologize. See, I couldn't even like his post. Do you understand me, what I'm saying? I couldn't even like Wayne's post here. So I was not ignoring Wayne, and I did uh, I did uh, message him, because thank God they let you use Messenger still, saying, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I just can't do it. I'm not ignoring you, I swear. So let's get to what Wayne had to say. For God's sake, even Rondo is dropping threes on them in the fourth. Where is the pride, heart, and sense of urgency? These losses are on management until they fire the head coach. Losing games is one thing, but when you are not delivering on the three... <laughs> things above the three things above, there is a much bigger picture. Yeah, pride, heart, and sense of urgency. Yeah, yeah. When you're not delivering on those three things, also the rook laughing as he walked off the court should be fined. Everyone should have their heads down walking to that locker room. Yeah, I, I, I agree. It's it's so telling and it's so disappointing, and that's just all there's to say about that. That was the Hawks game last Friday. Uh, thank you so much. Wayne Hunt, keep those coming. Even if it's just one a week, but if it's several, it's fantastic. And obviously those convers- that conversation in the Courtside Podcast made my day. It was awesome. I'm glad, thrilled that I listened to that show before I listened to this one, or before I started recording this one. That was just a, that was a genius move on my part by accident. <laughs> but of course, of course I should listen to it. And luckily uh, Vince Germano did tell me they went hard on the wolves later on in the show, and I made sure to listen to the whole darn thing, and what a great show. Courtside Podcast. Like they said, I shout out to them every show. Yes, I do. And of course, if you're listening to this one, you'll know as well. Please write a positive rating for Timberwolves Explosion on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other application if they allow you to. But, you know, iTunes slash Apple Podcasts, so greatly appreciated in advance if you're willing to do that. I just love you so much if you can help this show out. It's been a while. It's been quiet, though. I think some of you may be in Australia. Obviously, there's a, there's more ratings than just 12, because that's just the United States. Because I know there's a chunk of them and from Australia. There's a couple from Canada. I just greatly appreciate every one of you that have. And those of you that do, uh, that have been doing it, please keep it coming. I wish you would just say Vince Germano Australia or whatever. You know, whatever his username is. Uh, whatever Wayne's was. Australia. Stuff like that. Rather than, you know, you have to like switch over the whole program to even see him. Oh, he's not from the United States, so you can only see the ones from the U.S. when you're on, you know. That's stupid. Why do they have to separate it? Apple's dumb sometimes. Most of the time, sorry. <laughs> yeah, let's go Android. Yep, <laughs> with that said. Um, but no, please write a positive rating if you could. And of course, you can do uh, voice 
audio submission if you could would be greatly appreciated there are many many voice recorders out there free of course most of the time there's one built right into your smart device just use that unless you have one another one that you like more press record create it like a phone call hit stop save it share it slash email it to paladino live at yahoo.com paladino live at yahoo.com the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. That's where the Wayne Hunt quote was from just now. And of course the Twitter account at TWolvesEX. All of this information will be in the show description. Thank you in advance for anything and everything you do for the show. Sharing it, uh, sharing it, retweeting it, telling friends uh, by word of mouth, whatever it is. It just means so much. And of course the kind ratings you give me on Twitter, or on Twitter, on um Apple Podcast or whatever. I'm surprised Google Podcast doesn't have that, but maybe they do and I just don't see it. With that said, hope all of you have a good week and probably this team can find some 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 something. Hopefully they can find some rhyme or reason to uh, things because it's getting really uh, heartbreaking. <laughs>